0: Good morning, beautiful people. Thank you for joining me this morning. I am Nube, your host of Prison Focus Radio here on KPOO San Francisco 89.5 and on the World Wide Web at kpoo.com. We are going to spend uh, the hour with Andre L. Tinin. He is out of um, a Wisconsin Maximum Security Prison. And I'm just going to tell you that uh, for many of you that have been tuning in regularly, this has, I hope you notice the particular nuances to uh, Andre's story, although so much of it, unfortunately, is very commonplace. Um, um, unjust sentencing, um, actually innocent of uh, the crimes that they are being um, uh charged with and convicted for, um, imprisoned for, um, the just the incredible, not, not just unjust, but the egregious abuse of power by prosecutors and judges and politicians and guards and the lawlessness that's taking place within our prisons. All of that is taking place here. And not to become numb to it. Uh, we don't want this to just be... Um, okay, well, this is what takes place in prisons now, and the more we hear about it, the more numb we become. That is not what we want to take place here. There are other nuances, and most of it is showing itself up in the psychological trauma that people are experiencing in prisons. We have been subjecting people to physical trauma uh, for so long. I think on some respects we are getting used to that and um that and we need to check ourselves on that, but that has a psychological component as well, but there is a there's psychological abuse that is taking place uh, simply because of the sentencing, simply because people are in prison and having to advocate for themselves around these injustices that are taking place. Uh, the assault on people's humanity on a daily basis. I mean, of course, that is the essence of what prisons are manufacturing. And then, of course, the main issue here being solitary confinement, the torture of solitary confinement and what it means to have thousands of people be subjected to the torture of solitary confinement, expecting people to respond rationally and reasonably to being tortured by solitary confinement and then have the people that are doing the torturing just getting away with it as if this is just a normal way that um, the captives should be treated. All right, good morning, beautiful people. I have here with me Andre Tinan and he's going to introduce himself Um, just his introduction will will give you enough and then he's going to be talking about um his uh his situation uh that he is going through in a wisconsin prison good morning andre how you doing feeling all right yeah so go ahead and um introduce the people and let them uh introduce yourself to the people and let them know uh what is that's going on there with you Uh my name is Andre Tennant. I've been incarcerated for 12 years. I was wrong, wrongfully convicted of a homicide case in a major drug offense out of Milwaukee, Wisconsin. And uh, I've been stagnating and, in and solitary confinement for 10 years. but the
3: 12 years, I've been locked up because of my case. The person that was killed in my case was a correction officer out of Milwaukee uh, County Jail. And they also worked in uh, the house correction so they alternated. So my thing is this, since I've been stagnated in solitary confinement for ten years, I watched with my own eyes, numerous of inmates get out of solitary confinement that had I mean crimes worse than mine, behavior status that was housed in solitary confinement for a long period of One time. One
2: minute remaining. They would get they would let them out of segregation administration. But they will keep me
3: here as as a behavior punitive status, and say, "Well, you're an older inmate; you know better." But I'm not. I'm not doing that. I have proof to show that I did programs. I did like everything that was all college courses. I did like uh, psychological service, chaplain services, and I'm still being held against my will. So I just want not just Milwaukee County know, but the world to know that I'm innocent and I'm being housed in solitary confinement in prison. You know, it's, it's unfair and it's unjust. So uh, that's something that I actually want to ra- raise awareness to. And when the call is over, I can call back to finish.
2: So since I've been locked in solitary confinement, my mind has been just spaced out every day. I see solutions. You may begin speaking now.
0: But listen, Andre, let's uh, let's back up a little, because I think we need a little context here around your story. So you've been in prison for have you been in the same prison, first of all, for all 12 years? And and then also on top of that, what was happening the first two years uh, that put you in solitary? And then, you know, what transpired that put you into solitary confinement? But well, yeah, I've been I've been in the
3: same prison uh, ten years. But the other two years, I was in uh, I was in uh, Correctional Institution, which is another max facility. I was there for like probably eleven months, twelve months. And before I went to Walpond, I was in Dodge Correctional Institution, which is an intake prison. Mm-hmm. So I was there for about a year, so two years, and then ten years.
0: Did you have uh, some okay sorry i didn't I didn't mean to cut you off, uh, um, I just uh, wanted to find out, so in each of those places, were you getting some understanding around uh kind of the injustices that you were that did you see the injustices already taking place in terms of yeah okay yeah, uh-huh yeah um what what stood out for you during that time before you even before you got to where you are now? Well
3: my case was high profile, so when I came in. There's only two cases, well, one case that it keep you stagnated inside to take a crime so long. If you locked up allegedly killing a police officer or allegedly killing a correction officer, these are two things that they take serious in the state of Wisconsin or probably anywhere else. So, I was all in the media for about for some years because I was I was extradited from Ohio. I caught a case in Ohio like. about 17 years ago with drug trafficking. I beat the drug case, and then I I went down for a homicide case, and I was in Lucasville for about two years. I got acquitted, so I went home. So uh, I came back to Milwaukee. I'm not from Ohio, but I go to Ohio every now and then. I've lived in Florida majority all my life, so. I was born in Wisconsin, but I didn't really, like, stay here for a long period. Did, like, prison stints, like, 20 years ago, 15 months in and out. I was having a few trouble with people that, uh, my family, and I I went to prison a few times uh, back in the day. It was over some money. And then every time I went to prison, the feds just came out of nowhere. Like, oh, yeah, this got to be about some drug stuff. So somebody was just, to be brief with it, I got extradited from Ohio 2001 back to Milwaukee, Wisconsin because I just got out of prison. I was a Green Bank restitution. So this is really actually all started, stem from two uh, drug dealers that got killed, uh, which is it's a documentary about the dude Michael A. Locke, which is in Walpole. So they made, uh, since we was both in the news 2009, they broke up my situation when the feds extradited from, uh, Ohio. They said, yeah, well, we, we we're investigating two homicides with two major drug dealers, I'm like, well, <laughs> I, 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 and it wasn't no joke. Like it was funny. It was, it was like this is hilarious. Like you extradited me from Ohio for a parole violation. This ain't got nothing to do with no birth case. So the guy Michael Lott, <clears throat> which they did a, 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 a documentary of, was was a lazy, a multi millionaire running a, a real estate business with with a major drug empire enterprise in Milwaukee. But my name got rung up in the mix two thousand and one and they found two uh, uh bodies that you can you can you can download Michael Lock and see the American Grease Special out of Milwaukee, Wisconsin. So me and Michael Locke was in uh in the media twelve years ago. So they ran my case at the same time they run his case and this is like a major situation coming out of Milwaukee. Drug gunners are getting killed, Correction officers get killed and then it's more like Make two major drug kingpins out of Milwaukee. I'm like, whoa, like, you you got me confused with somebody, but I don't know who you trying to put me in there with. So my uncle done went there, went in, went in the police station, lied to the Federal Bureau Investigation, and made it look like I was a kingpin. So when you check a, my C-CAP out of Milwaukee, I never had a drug case. So I wrote a book, and my, my friend out uh, of. Out of New York, Special Needs Express, they was in the process of moving, so I was about to have a sit-down interview with Don Davis, like a major uh, drug, uh, 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 gang-related type of magazine. All so I, calls
2: other than properly placed attorney calls may be monitored and recorded.
3: I'm more like want to tell my story, so when I wrote the book, I see I talked to Daryl Holyfield in uh, New York at Yonkers, Special Needs Express, which is a major store they got magazines and books all over, so it's urban stuff. It's more like drug than a kingpin type of magazine and books, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, they was moving to COVID-19, hit New York real hard, and all of a sudden something probably happened to a story and I'm just sitting here waiting. So this is my chance to really like just to get the ball rolling and let the world know the truth, especially Milwaukee because my name has been ran through the mud like for so many years. I filed lawsuits about me being a SIG. Then they come with this, Oh, you got ties to never Who. You, you you familiar with who Never Who is, right? um, uh, yes, of course. Yes. So they try to they try to say, Well, this this was supposed to be the chairman of Gangster Disciple. And since I got old gang tattoos on me from way back then, it's more like, Okay, well, I made a few calls to the guy Jay Prince. You you hear to who Jay Prince is?
0: No. With James Prince, he's a uh, a CEO of Rap A Lot music production out of uh, Houston, Texas. Oh, okay. So, yeah, so he's he all in the magazine. Uh. No, go ahead. Go his,
2: ahead. Name, his, his actual name is James Prince. They call him Jake Prince. They got him on TMZ. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Uh, you you know what TMZ is, right? Yes. So they got him on, on TMZ. If you download. Like I think last month
3: they had Larry Hoover Junior's son on there, Larry who was supposed to be the chair of the gangster side, but I'm not just speaking about his situation. I'm speaking about that they try to put me in the mix with Larry were family, which I do know a few of them from Chicago, so
0: right, and they friends. don't need they don't need a whole lot anyway in order to exactly. just pin a bunch exactly. of stuff on you. It's like. You could be, you know, exactly. 10, 30 people removed, and they'll make you guilty.
3: Exactly. So this is what this all is. It's more about I'm not guilty by association, but since I wrote a book and told the truth, well, you know what? We're gonna put you in with Larry Hoover, you, 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 this high-ranking gang member. So when you look at my lawsuit on West uh, Law, Andre versus uh, Andre Tenor versus uh, Gary Bolton, the State of Wisconsin, you can see. I'm being late. I'm being labeled as a gang leader, and I was actually labeled as running the state of Wisconsin for gangster cycle. So, with all this, you, you, then when they go into the history of what what, what gangster cycle represent from the old concept of what you know G D used to be, and then when they switched because a book came out uh, '96 where they changed it from gangster cycle growth and development. So. I wouldn't participate in none of this stuff, but since you got uh, confidential formers in the prison system, as soon as I come back from the prison system, oh yeah, you know, they go in there and talk to the captain, lieutenant, oh yeah, he the one calling shots. He, he the one that they listen to. He He's, a, he's like the moving shaker, and I'm not moving and shaking nothing.
2: Right.
3: You know what I'm saying? So yeah, yep. they do call me Hey, I got the tattoo tatted on my neck, on the right side of my neck.
0: Okay. Well, t- tattoos are not should not be uh, <laughs> evidence against you uh, <clears throat> for a gang affiliation. These these are things that should not be uh, you, be able to be used against you. You've been in, in in solitary confinement, and you call it a stagnated.
3: Basically, when I say stagnated, mean this. I'm in the motionless type of position where I can't. Go the general population stagnated me. Like if I'm in this wreck pen, I can't go nowhere. But from this wreck pen inside a solitary confinement and back in this wreck pen, like I cannot be placed in solitary. They, they label me as some, and this is not what I say, this is what the administration say. I sent a few uh, documents
1: in regards to this. So.
0: And he did send it. And, um, you know, it's not necessarily pretty. But the thing that I have a problem with is, first of all, we don't really know if half of this stuff is true. And even if, and not even if, and let's say a lot of it or some of it is also true, it still doesn't give the right for other people to act criminally against him um, because of his conduct. And that's really the problem with prisons. They're not designed to to be helpful. They're not designed for healing. They're not designed for um helping people to gain redemption or uh really be able to make amends uh, for harm that may or may not have been done. And so um you know the the language here um inmate Tinan andre uh, his number three zero six eight eight seven is being recommended to be retained in administrative confinement as there exists reasonable grounds to believe that it presents a substantial risk of serious harm to both staff and inmates as well as a threat to the overall security of the institution, and that is so broad, and we find that this kind of in, that kind of language will be used against somebody that has done physical harm or who's reading a book that they don't like so this lawless unjust abusive genocidal system is is needs to uh be held accountable and as 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 being complicit in um the negative behaviors that people are displaying um, as a response to their conditions. So inmate Tenen is currently serving a life sentence for his, his governing offense of first degree intentional homicide per the revocation summary Tenen walked into the police administration building to confess to a homicide that he committed. So, um, and then the guards inside and this is taking place in Wisconsin, and we know what happens here in California. They get to be judge, jury, and basically executioner around people's lives. And this is um, what I, I I take issue with, and what may look like um, you know a kind of a dismissal of um, you know, prisoners doing things that are causing causing harm. And that is because I think uh, blame needs to be um, meted out equally. And again, this system shows uh, that they they are complicit in the um, the abuse and the and the damaging of people. They say he's dangerous. He's uh, to, to the to the to the uh,
3: security and the overall institution and he he's he's he, like they just like making this i'm talking about going so into this like i didn't actually kill somebody in your prison the way they making this look so he's dangerous he's a high risk mm-hmm. he's a high risk status but the guards don't say that this is the administration doing this yeah. this is more like like we want him to die in this in this, in the cell and solitary confinement. we don't give be innocent but we don't give to be guilty Excuse my language, this is how this this is looks. I'm talking about they are doing sale distractions on a regular basis to a few inmates. I'm talking about going in fighting with these dudes. They do multiple cases on multiple cases, outside cases, and they go they go I'm talking about they, I'm serious about this. They go right the general population. They say here's here's your uh your population close, you go right out there. That's a high risk. But you keep me in here saying, Well, he running for the GDs.
1: I'm going to run something behind the door.
3: Family got tired to the system. It's more like, yeah, I want you to keep him in segregation, and you just make it look real professional, like he's fucking up real bad, and you keep his ass right there. I actually knew the person that got killed. They was like family to me. In the newspaper, it was a def, 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 defamation of character while I filed a lawsuit. They said, oh, he blew his auntie away for $65,000 or two kilo. That never happened. mm mm-hmm. As a matter of fact i sent you uh documentation of the gun one that minute they, remaining did they actually say i didn't so so like i say this is like way beyond fair and unjust. just this is more about like the concrete floor i'm standing on if if this was nothing else and i couldn't have clothes they would put me somewhere in the isolated room and just let me freeze it down. this is how they look at me like you know he's some serial killer some cold-blooded gangland killer some drug king, being, well, if I'm so much of this, will not you just put me in Florence, Colorado, and just let them have it, wait, wait.
2: Journey calls may be monitored and recorded. Thank you for using IC Solutions.
3: But since I have been here, I have a sort of the guard, have started the inmate. I have, because cause it's more like, it's, it's like it's getting to me, it's more like, you know what I'm saying, mm. you want to cage me in here, you want to see I'm an animal, I might as well just start acting like that, to, to kind of like, you know, put more leeway on it. To give you more reason to keep me here because now it's more like I don't give up. Mm. But I don't want to get it to the other mind frame where well, I go from like, man, I'm innocent, to now all of a sudden I became guilty. You know what I'm saying? If I got to die in a prison cell, now I gave you the reason to keep me here, and I'm more like content now. And it's not more like emotional talking, it's more like, you know, this mean that's, that's for real now. It's like I don't care now. Mm. So that's, that's the point where I'm like, What's
0: my last step? So do you feel like this is a point that you've come to um, kind of just like in your uh, mental and emotional uh, journey based on them keeping you in solitary confinement um, or stagnated custody? Do you feel like you're at this place where you don't care anymore, but you're understanding that you're not caring because... You've been subjected to this that is purposely to bring you to this place. And by understanding it, you're trying to resist going to that place of not caring. And what can you do right now to shift that for yourself? Is that what I'm understanding?
3: Yeah, I mean, you, yeah, you, you just, that was like the whole package in one. Like, I like how you put that because that was like a, a metaphor in, in, in the way... Uh, 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 a lot of California rappers rap, like the game. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, they put, like, real feeling behind You know, Ice Cube back in the day. So, And I, I relate to rap songs because back in the day, I didn't have that. I grew up in the projects. I grew up gang banging. I grew up fighting. I grew up, I didn't grow up with no father. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So me growing up in drug professional areas was more like my sister had a mama. You know what I'm saying? My sister went to private schools. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? My sister had like the best. I had it because I I didn't stay at home that long. I was more like I was swallowing to the to, to the drug game. You know what I'm saying? But that didn't mean I was no keen I made a mistake, but right? You know who, who don't make mistakes? You know what I'm
0: saying? Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, you want to be yeah. you want to be judged for who you are, not for who somebody yeah. else is making you out to be. Yeah. And that's exactly yeah. what this, this, this prison industry, it's modern day slavery. I mean, you have been, you were convicted, yeah. Yeah. you were already convicted long before you got to prison anyway. Andre, I really, uh, I feel for you, but this is really by design. It is designed to um, uh, keep people funneling through this system because it's a multi-billion dollar business. And so uh, I, 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 I would like to highlight This other aspect here you are in solitary confinement you've done all the programs let's say you they could call you okay yes you've gotten into some altercations with with folks um inside because that's the nature of prisons they're not they're 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 not a non-violent um and it's not a non-violent um uh environment right it's not a it's not a i know people you can use that space for themselves to educate themselves and um, yeah. and make whatever, and whatever improvements anyone wants to make on themselves is, is of their own volition. It has nothing to do with the prison because the prison is not encouraging you to do that. So as a matter of fact, it sounds like when you do, as here in California and, and the prisons that, that I have heard uh, people tell me about it from the inside, um, when you are doing everything you're supposed to do, those are the ones that they actually want to keep inside. They'd, like you yeah. you had made some mention of that, and I'd like you to um, unpack that a little bit more, please, because you have been uh, doing what apparently you are required to do in order to get out of the situation that you're in, and yet you are not getting the relief.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's all. Uh, that just summed up. Uh, I like the way you put it, because uh, that's, that's my whole life, like, you know, just wrapped up in a, in, in a plastic ball, like put right in a jail cell, like. And it's, it's like you say, it's just, I've been sitting here, and I'm, I'm, I've been sitting here so long with segregation, it's like, they won't, they, this is what they actually call Well, we want you to be a good a good guy, a, a, a real good boy, and we're gonna let these dudes that we do sale distractions every day on, we're gonna let them out the hole, you know what I'm saying? And if they keep coming back, they don't going to put them on administration confinement. We're just going to keep kicking them back to the general population. And every time we walk by, you know what I'm saying, it's more like, uh, hey, how you been doing up in there? You know what I'm saying? Like, how you been doing? I'm thinking, like, what y'all doing? So I don't really say nothing about that. I'm like, how I'm doing? You see it? And I, sometimes I, I can't. I, I ain't going to lie to Sometimes you know I give a real life glare. like, you know what I'm saying? Like, the glare that I don't even want even One minute remaining. But it's just, it just upset, like, you know what I'm saying, like, it's crazy that, that I'm innocent.
0: Want me to call back? Yeah, yeah, please call me back. I want us to wrap it up so that we can get to what it is that we want from the public to understand, the people that are listening. All so, you know, it's kind of where you are in this moment, okay? So call me back. It, it,
3: all right. So, uh, like I said, I'm going to let the call run out. But like you said, everything you're saying is correct. And I'm just, I've been, I've been in a stagnated position meaning where I can't go to general population and I've just been housed in one cell and, and every other day I can get
2: an hour out of my cell. So it's more like, you know, and I'm innocent. That's what's weighing on me. Like if I was guilty, I wouldn't be wasting my time like trying to get no interview or trying to sit down with no time, do a magazine or write a book. Program facility to accept this call. Press five to refuse this call. All calls other than properly placed attorney calls may be monitored and recorded. Thank you for using IC Solutions. You may begin speaking now.
0: Hello. All right. Hey. Hi. Okay. Welcome back. So, uh, listen, Andre. I wanna. I wanna go from that that point of tension right there. You are innocent of this crime you now have a life sentence you know you are innocent you've been in in and out of yes. prison most of your life you're still yes. a relatively young man who you know specifically that you have you should have life ahead of you a whole yes. life ahead of you in the free world and it's starting to weigh on you and i i really appreciate and and that you are sharing this This is pretty personal um that you are sharing this aspect of uh your modern day enslavement with us and how it is affecting you and i would um i'm going to encourage you to uh talk a little bit more about that and what it is that you want the public to understand about what this does to a person um from your point of view from your perspective um being, um, yeah, just how, how it is weighing on you and what it means to be, um, in this situation, uh, knowing that you, that you are innocent and you're watching other people who, um, don't seem to be innocent of the things that they're doing and actually being encouraged to, um, uh, and rewarded for, for, for poor behavior when, and you are, are getting the opposite treatment.
3: 12 years, like, I've been, I've been, like, psychologically, like, broke, but not like
0: broke, like, to where I have physical, mental... You know, you're having post-traumatic stress syndrome, what is now being called post-traumatic slave syndrome, Yeah, because this is just a new iteration, and, um, you know, there's, so there's now this point of tension. Around you have so am I now understanding? I thought you had a life uh, sentence, but are you telling me you have a life without the possibility of parole sentence? I got a uh, life, uh,
3: I got 38 years to life, but when you look at it, like who would actually get out at 68 years old? Like, I don't know if I die, COVID 19, today or tomorrow, I don't know if Okay, if one day, not here, like,
0: what? Um, Okay, so while there is still um, even a glimmer of hope or possibility um, as people, um, you know, are, are getting a little bit more understanding about what's taking place, um, I want you to let us know about, about the book, uh, about the book that you wrote, and I want you to, um, however, it's, you know, as best as you can articulate what it is that you want the public to understand about your situation?
3: That I'm innocent, but the thing was when I wrote the book, uh, Solitary and Solidarity, it's more like I was locked up in, in the free world in my mind, mentally. So, just to say this, I'm under a multi state and federal investigation for like multiple gang land murders as being some board member that said to sit on the board of, of uh, gangs disciples. So, I'm 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 not just sitting here with dirty agent life, like a whole lot of stuff just come out the woodwork. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't know where it come from, I don't know why it come or came, but when you look up the guy Michael A. Locke, he going through the same situation with the documentary they did with American Creed all over the world about his situation. And I'm talking about like when they say at the end of the documentation.
2: All calls other than properly placed oh, uh, uh, attorney calls may be monitored
3: and recorded. They said gremlins of Michael Locke Pass will probably one day come back and hunt. I don't know why they're coming back to. For me, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm thinking, like, if this occurred, why you still got me in a state facility? Mm-hmm. So you know what I'm saying? Like, I wrote the book. You know what I'm saying? I kept it real. Like, I, I, I got, <clears throat> I got, I got trapped in. Uh, in, in, in the drug trade. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But the way they put it, it wasn't true. You know what I'm saying? Did mm-hmm. I make a couple hundred thousand dollars? Yeah, that don't make me no king. Man. It just made me look like I'm some stupid kid in, in a society with no father, no mother, and I just chose the wrong path. So I kept it real about that. I kept it real about, uh you know, I ran a sex trafficking. Because when it came out, you know what I'm saying, I, I denied it. So I wrote an autobiography and I kept it real about it. I ain't, I ain't happy about that, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But uh, I did deny every every aspect of being some guy that committed murder in the gangland world, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I denied it sitting, sitting on the board of uh, a disciple, you know what I'm saying? And a and, uh, long time ago, I denounced all that. They tell me, well, we don't believe it because this is just the bullshit telling us to get to get us out of business.
0: Right. So really, you're trying you know, to be you're trying to um, you're trying to be accountable for the things that you that you did, but not yeah, be punished yeah. for the things that you didn't. What can we do as the public for you right now, listening?
3: I just, I just, like I said, I listen the public to not just take my word, but with the lawsuits that I filed, I enclosed all documentations with the feds, the local law enforcement, Ohio, the government. It's all in there as proof. So that that was the reason why, because I, 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 I don't know, I just get straight to the point. I don't want to be like, hey, I'm going to do an interview all the while. I'm making false, you know what I'm saying, reputation upon my name. So I want to see the paperwork out the gate, like. There's all the proof. We have the interview. There's all the proof to, to verify what I'm saying, to verify my innocence that I've been housed in solitary found. I've been housed in prison for twelve years for a gun that ain't got my fingerprints on
0: I wanted to ask you one last thing, but um,
3: one
2: minute remaining.
0: Are you feeling like you're losing hope and um by the public taking some interest in your case would that also bring some hope back all right if you are just joining us this is prison focus radio i'm your host here New Bay brown on kpoo san francisco 89.5 i have been in conversation with andre Tinnen. he is in a prison in wisconsin wisconsin security program facility and um you know, Andre isn't necessarily that poster child uh, prisoner, um, but he is a prisoner nonetheless being subjected to injustices. First of all, because he is in prison, but secondly, because he is um, being treated um, well, he's being treated as if um, he has done crimes that he has not done. And so um, he is being subjected to the torture of solitary confinement. Um, And poster child or not, that means that somebody has to be perpetrating that uh, torture upon him. Uh, So what does that make them? Um, Again, why we are constantly um, calling for abolition. So we are going to take a quick musical break and then come back to... Andre answering the question about if he feels he is uh, losing hope and would, uh, shining some light on his case, bring some of that hope back. This is Senkofa by Star. Physical
1: residuals,
4: body made of minerals. Slowly rise up. Time to refine your reality. Destined for greatness. Not gonna be a casualty. Bodies of formality operate from the spirit. Mellowed out the groove so the party people feel it and still get the jewel Music is a tool for enlightenment. Instead of fighting fists, I'ma strike with this. Pen is mightier. Use it as a sword. My oguns hold it down and sure the is secured. Rest assured, after trials been endured, prevention beats cure, intentions ever pure, notorious lyrics off and on like a light switch, tuned into the right pitch, passion what I write, think, peaking the frequency, frequently freaking me universal law of give and take. and and if you don't know by now you never know me
2: at Wisconsin secure program facility to accept this call press Refuse this call. All calls other than properly placed attorney calls may be monitored and recorded. Thank you for using IC Solutions. You may begin
3: speaking now. Well, uh, I lost hope, hope in the justice system, but I knew it was one thing that I didn't lose hope of. That was my integrity in inside. But I know there was a quote back in the day in the project where, where I knew people in prison that around that I watched like murdered himself, commit real life suicide. So in my mind I'm thinking like and yeah, this is no disrespect towards him. It's more like why would I kill myself when I grew up with nothing anyway? So I'm not going to kill myself in no way. Like right? I don't get thought won't even run over me. I don't I wouldn't even, you know, process a thought like that. But I have watched people around me kill themselves.
0: Okay, so I'm understanding, um and you seem to have made it quite clear that you may have lost faith or hope in this unjust system um, and the the way th- things are working out in this way, but you definitely have not lost hope in yourself. Um, which means that um, there is still possibilities for whatever that is, and that you are you are not going to remain silent. And this is another one of your uh, attempts to make sure that uh, whatever happens you are going to be acting in your your highest integrity and remain and and um continue to uplift your humanity regardless all right andre i want to thank you for telling your story um i'm sure that we'll hear from you again there's i know that there are so many more details in between and um and there are you know there's there's more to come but i want to thank you for uh sharing with us what you what you have, and hopefully uh, we can keep at least um, the solidarity with you to maintain that level of integrity and and that you want to maintain for yourself.
3: I really appreciate that. I just want to add one thing: when you asked me that I have a real weight on my shoulders, it was all just wiped away and lifted today. Because now I'm basically saying like. I know I'm innocent and I told you this, I I'm I'm like actually feeling like overwhelmed, like somebody actually took time to really see that I I am innocent and everything I'm saying can corroborate from lawsuits I filed or the paperwork that I sent you or word of my case like you can see like even with the news you can see it was just some some bull that the feds was selling just just to advertise me to to put me out there to protect to, the
0: to, to schoolhouse, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, I do. And I'm I'm happy to hear that. I'm glad that you feel like some weight has been lifted and I often uh, hear that, you know, just at least being able to shine some light on what feels like a very dark place um, I know can be helpful. And, it, and um, you know, it's, it's not in vain that we are, are yeah. putting this out yeah. here. Alright Andre, you will continue to take care of yourself. I know that we will continue to be in in, um, in communication and um, yeah, just stay up and stay strong as you can.
3: it just been a real, real, real good day for
0: me. I really appreciate this too. Alright, wonderful. It's, my, it's really my pleasure and um, I appreciate you too Andre because I know it's not easy to to continually put yourself out there and try to tell this and and really have no idea where, where it's going to go, you know. Um, I can only make the guarantees that I'm going to make, and then, you know, we just kind of go from there. So, um, uh, I really appreciate it, too. Okay, we appreciate you, Andre. Bye. Uh, okay, peace. All uh, right, take care. Uh, peace. All right, we are now going to hear from the Ohio Strikers 2022. They are on hunger strike, protesting their conditions that are so bad, people are committing suicide.
1: I'm alright. The best
0: I can be. Yeah, uh, considering
1: me and, uh, me and Conrad easily we uh will participate in a in a hunger strike that's going on here right now. And uh, I got some stuff that I wrote down, and I got some stuff that all of all, all of the brothers wrote down uh, that we wanted to get out there. Uh. Uh, and they want me to uh, contact you and read everything out for you, so uh, so you can put it on the radio and, and, get, and get attention to this.
0: Okay. I'm here and I'm so, ready to uh, go. I'm going
1: to read off what I wrote. All right, I'm going to read off what I wrote first. Uh, as of right now, we have roughly... This call is originating from an Ohio correctional facility and may be recorded and monitored. ...who are participating in a peaceful hunger strike In the toledo correctional institution in ohio we are in a maximum security prison that is greatly understaffed and all of us gentlemen who are participating in strike are currently housed in a segregation unit we are fighting for our rights as human beings it's not about the color of our skin because all lives matter some of you listening to this may be surprised that i'm a white man and i'm fighting through the struggle I said that because we all know a lot of white men don't know what the struggle is, let alone will fight for it. Every one of these men that's standing beside me is my brothers. We all bleed the same blood. At this point, I, I'm just happy to be able to be all of my brother's voice while they are unable to speak due to the unfortunate circumstances Circumstances we we have to endure to see a brighter day tomorrow. I want to quote a strong man on something he once said. The ultimate measure of a man is not where he stands in moments of comfort and convenience, but where he stands in times of challenge and controversy. Martin Luther King said that, and I have it tattooed on my ribcage because I stand by it. So please, I ask whoever's ears this message reaches, please speak up for my brothers and I. If you need to put a face with this message, my name is Daniel Gibbs. Number A six three three five one zero. I also ask that if you reach out to plead to these people, don't speak my name personally, cause they will make it to where I don't have this device to speak out. So speak for all of us. My brothers ask we be referred to as the Ohio Strikers of Twenty Twenty Two. And then this is what we all came up with uh kind of right in the day. It a, uh, this list shall serve notice to the administration of Toledo Correctional Institution. A list of demands to be met via reinstatement of previously held privilege, privileges, the late, later cancel creation of new policies, or destruction of policies. List of demands. Number one, a return to institutional policies that allow incarcerated individuals house in TPU or segregation to possess their GTL tablets, GTL chargers, GTL earbuds, JT uh, JPEG tablet, JP tablet charger. Because none of us was able to contact our family on New Year's or Christmas Day to see how they was doing. Number two, a return to institutional policy where the email function on the JPEG kiosk is activated. Number three, add more video visit days. Currently only one day is available for 80 plus inmates. Number four, a return to the institutional policy that all our property has given to us in TPU at OCI has been losing Inmate property too frequently. When we were allowed to ha- have all our property, this was not an issue. Number five, and end to being sentenced automatically to 180 days for nonviolent offenses. Number six, if given more than 30 days in TPU, be allowed to spend $40 every two weeks like ERH, including food items, same as ERH. Number seven, change the shopping days to twice a month and stop counting exempt items towards spending limits. We also demand these items be placed back on commissary. Toothpaste, all, of our, all over-the-counter medications, vitamins, mirrors, and clones. Eight, stop automatic guilty verdicts at RIB and end automatic maximum sanctions and sentencing while only allowing minimal privileges. Number nine, if an incarcerated individual does not have GTL tablet, be allowed to make calls once a week on the walk to family members. Number 10, if an incarcerated individual is approved for level E, ERH 4B, but remains in TPU segregation due to lack of available bed space, then he is to be given ERH PACA and ERH commissary privileges while in TTR segregation. Number 11, start doing cell cleanup at least twice a week, including mop, broom, and chemicals because we are not allowed to clean our cells. Number 12, start collecting laundry to be washed twice a week because we are not allowed to wash our laundry. Number 13, after 30 days, be allowed to buy food as its ERH status every two weeks. If you can buy an ERH, you can buy it in TPU. Number 14, mail to be sorted and passed out. The above listed demands are non-negotiable. The majority of the above that we are demanding were all... This call is originating from
2: an Ohio correctional facility and may be recorded and monitored.
1: The majority of the above that we are demanding were all in place in 2018 to 2021, but TOCI little by little took them away from us. TLCI T- o- has allowed the pendulum to swing too far and is creating policies that are oppressive and leading individuals to go on hunger, strike, and even attempt suicide. Once these demands are met, then then and only then will our peaceful protest cease to exist with strength and honor. And uh, they also wanted me to let you know the other day, due to... uh Due to what's going on, that one guy, even one of the brothers, even accept, uh, attempted suicide, he cut his wrist and then took uh, a sleeping pill because of how he's treating us back here.
0: Oh, my gosh. Oh, I'm so sorry. This is so awful. And, of course, I'm going to we'll just assume that his family members were not contacted. Um, unless, not at all. Yeah. Oh my God. Okay. Um, can you, um, will you please, uh, verify or just, uh, clarify, sorry, what E-R-H is? Uh,
1: E-R-H is extended, restricted, extended, restrictive housing.
0: Extended. And that's
1: where, and restrictive housing. And that's what they're giving us back here. And there has not been one person that went in front of this R B chair, chairperson, uh, Miss Griswold, since she's been on the board in the past say five or six months, there has not been one person that has went in front of her and has been given a fair chance and found not guilty. Now one person has been found not guilty. She automatically finds you guilty, with or without evidence, and she automatically gives you the maximum sentence for each uh, uh, for each rule that was broke. You get the maximum sentence, and then they tell you that. Well, if you do most of your time without any, any further rule infraction, then we'll consider letting you out. And that's what's causing so much uh, backup back here and, and overcrowding to where they're using another regular block as overflow and just sticking people over there. And This call is originating from an Ohio correctional facility and may be recorded and monitored. That's why so many people's back here waiting to be transferred to a higher level, uh, either block or prison. And we're not gi- we're not even given the privileges that we should be given. And we've been like, a lot of us been back here 90 days, 120 days. And you know, like I'm not supposed to ha- even have this, uh, uh, tablet that I'm using to call you, but I'm, I'm breaking the rules to do it, to speak out for us because nobody else is able to make that happen. And We've been back here all that months and not even been able to reach out to our family, call our family. Uh, Danny, they, I'm, they, you can just call me Danny, but my last name is Gibbs. And and anybody that that needs to put a face with it, my my number is a six three three five one zero. And that needs to reach out and and know what's really going on in here. And one of the other brothers, uh. Two of the other brothers wrote down their name and number if they wanted to. If anybody needs to reach out to them on JPay or, or via JPay or anything like that, uh, one of them is uh, uh, his last na- his name is his first name is James. His last name is Allen. Uh, his inmate number is A five six zero four one five. And uh, another one is Kyle Nelson. Uh, his number is A657307. And then, um, can you spell easily, his last uh, name?
0: Can you spell, um, Nebson's uh, last name?
1: Nelson, it's, uh, N N E L S O N.
0: Okay, I just want to make sure I heard it right. Okay, Kyle Nelson, okay.
1: Yeah, and then, um, easily, uh, he's calling me, he's yelling for me right now. Hold on. Okay. I, I'm sure you, hold on, let me get his name and number so we can put that on here too because easily said that he wants it out there and okay. he's part of this and he's going through the struggle hold on a second yeah, comrade easily wants his uh info out there too it's uh 306, four, 306 is his number uh easily but okay. so he wanted to let you know that he's part of this too and all of us are in here together and we're all struggling and we just want
0: to get it out there and ask for it. All right, that was an excerpt um, of a half-an-hour-long conversation I had with Danny as he was giving me the information to put out there. Please call the Toledo, Ohio Correctional Institution, uh, the warden there, Harold May, at 419-726-7977 and act in solidarity uh, with these guys, as well as going to their JPAys um, and connecting with them. Also, please consider signing the petition that we talked about last week um, that is being organized by uh, one of the hunger strikers, Joko inside the Institutional Restitution Campaign, and get our elders home. This is why we need abolition now. All power to the people. Get ready for work week with Steve Seltzer.